Welcome to another episode of Pimp Your Brilliance with Monique Malcolm, a podcast about brilliant people leveraging their passions to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the course of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast, or come hang out with me on Instagram at starchasersonly. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, Star Chasers. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting guide, mini vision board, and day planner. It provides a simple structure to help you break your goals into actionable steps that you can integrate into your daily life. For more information and to order your own copy of the Visionary Journal, visit keepchasingthestars.com backslash visionary journal. Welcome to mini-sode number eight. If you would like show notes about this episode or more information, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash M8. We are so close to the end of the year, like ridiculously scary close. I mean, the holidays are about to start zooming through here. So today I want to talk about how to finish the year strong. My grandma and I have this thing about September. And it's like, if you don't have your plans for the end of the year together by September, you might as well call it a wash because it's going to be New Year's in about two weeks. And we've been saying this for years. And I feel like as I've gotten older, the time has just gone faster and faster. I swear, if I don't have plans in place or a good solid idea of what's going to come for the remainder of the year, the last four months of the year, nothing gets done or at least like very small amounts of things get done. So I want to go over six different ways that you can finish the year strong. And some of these things are going to be more practical business things. And some of these are just like routine and habit-based things. So let's just kind of jump into that. The first thing that you can do to finish the year strong is to update your schedule. Coming off of summertime, depending on like what your work schedule is like, what your schedule with your kids are like, what your after work commitments are, or even like after school commitments for your kids, chances are heading into the fall season, your schedule has changed. So now is a really good time to look at your schedule and figure out what does my ideal day look like? Do I need to update my morning routine? Do I need to update my evening routine? For myself personally, I have been really taking a hard look at my schedule because my summer schedule was a little bit lax. I mean, I worked, I didn't work, I went to the gym, but with my son being home, there was less pressure to feel like I needed to pack the day with things because then I also needed to be mindful that he was home and maybe he was bored or maybe I needed to take him somewhere. So right now I'm looking at like my ideal day, my working hours, what I do on assigned days. So there's some days where I record podcasts. So like, for example, if I have interviews with people, I only record on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't record other days and I'm making adjustments to my schedule to help me get into the groove better. So some things that you may want to look at and build into your schedule, I've already said this, morning and evening routines, recording days for podcasts, if you're a podcaster, if you're a blogger, certain days for writing blog posts or writing newsletters, certain days for taking photos for Instagram. So whatever your schedule looks like now is a really good time to take a look at it and make adjustments. And if you are unclear about just how much time you actually have in your day to work, if you have a side hustle, I do have a blog post about getting some schedule clarity. So if you check the show notes, there will be a link to that blog post. The second way 
Change your habits. I personally want to break the habit of scrolling through social media before I get out of bed. It's a terrible habit. All the experts say you shouldn't do it. And I know that it's a huge time suck. Sometimes I lie in the bed for like 20 minutes just scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And it's just mindless. It's it's a waste of time, a waste of precious morning time when my mind is like fired and ready to go. So to help myself break this habit, I'm committing to buying a real alarm clock and leaving my phone on my desk at night because I can't scroll if I don't have my phone. What habits are you looking to change? Start with something small and then build up. So here's an example. Maybe you want to start reading every night, 30 minutes before bed. And this is something that I'm actually actively working on as well. Here are three small steps that you can take to start getting into the habit of reading every night for 30 minutes. The first thing is choosing a reading start time. So if you know you want to read starting at 930, then commit to that time. Set a reminder in your phone to tell you, hey, it's time to start reading. Leave your book on your night table or somewhere comfy. So wherever you want to be in your personal space that you're going to read, leave your book or your Kindle or your iPad in that location. And then consider fixing yourself a hot cup of tea or taking a shower so that you can signal to your body it's time to start unwinding and settling down and focusing your mind on reading. So these are like little things that you can start doing to build the habit and the routine of getting that 30 minutes in every night before you go to bed. And this can be applied to a number of different habits, flossing your teeth, cleaning your kitchen before you go to bed, like whatever you, whatever it is you have. The third way is to revisit your goals. What were the goals that you set this year? Pull them out, pull out your planner, pull out your calendar, pull out your project management system, whatever you put your goals in and really look at them. Are these goals still relevant? Are you still wanting to achieve them? Then you need to look at what can you realistically accomplish over the next four months? So this time frame, it's not really huge. So I really wouldn't suggest that you overload yourself with a ton of goals here. One, two, I would say three is pushing it unless the third one's something really, really small. But I would say two goals max, ideally one, just to focus on for the remainder of the year. And then the fourth way, plan for the remainder of the year. So now that you have decided what it is that you want to accomplish, you need to figure out when you're going to do it. And this is the hard part because we love setting goals and say we want to do these things, but then the actual planning and getting it broken down is kind of where people get stuck and start falling off. So you need to really think about like that goal that you set, whatever it was, if it's something related to your business or creating products, like when are you launching that new product or when are you launching that new course? When are you actually going to create it? So if you have a product or a course idea and it's not done, it's not something that you're putting out or relaunching, it's something done for the first time, then you need to put build in time to actually create that product. Do you have any time that you're planning off? So if you are somebody who likes to travel during the holidays or spend time with family, like that needs to go into your calendar because you don't want to be launching or scheduling work during that time or too close to that time or even, you know, immediately when you come back, you want to allow yourself some time to decompress and get back into the groove. Other things that you should be planning for, what type of holiday promotions are you going to be participating in? So do you want to do Black Friday Are you doing a Christmas sale? 
Are you doing something for holidays? Are you doing something for Labor Day? Because that's a big sales weekend too. So these are all things that you need to think about now. Like, do you have a birthday coming up or do you celebrate like Hanukkah or any of these other holidays? Are you offering free shipping? Or if you are a physical product seller like I am, what are your shipping cutoff dates? Like when is the last time that you're going to accept orders for guaranteed Christmas delivery? So these are types of things that you can start planning for now and looking at your calendar and figuring out like, what is the time frame for this? How much time do I need to give myself to finish this? How much time do I need to give my audience as a head up, heads up for this promotion? Like whatever it is, go ahead and start putting those things on your calendar now, like today, as soon as you finish listening to this, start building them onto your calendar. And here's an extra little bonus tip about that. Build out 30 day reminders for things. So if you know that you want to do Uh, Black Friday sale and you are really excited this is going to be the year that you nail it, put in a 30-day reminder, like 30 days before Black Friday, set a calendar alert to pop up that says, hey, 30 days from now it's Black Friday. So that way you can go ahead and start putting together whatever information that you need. If you are writing sales emails or creating promotional images, put that into a reminder so that way You don't let it fall through the cracks and you can do the same thing for Christmas. You can do this throughout the year, like, and it doesn't even just have to be 30 days. It can be 60 days, 90 days, whatever time frame you want to remind you, but go ahead and schedule those reminders. The fifth way is to create an end of the year action plan. So you know what you're working on. You have an idea of tentative dates that you are working with. Now you need to create an action plan and make your goals real. So start breaking down these goals into actual steps and tasks that are going to help you accomplish them. So if you know that you are going to do a big course launch, well, you need to start breaking that up. So that could look like, you know, course promo or launch promo. And maybe you have a category that is course materials needed or course promo images. Like you can break them up into little categories and then break those things down into steps. So if you're working on actually creating the course, you may have steps like, building an outline of the course material, fleshing out the outline, writing the first draft, creating slides to record a presentation for the course uh, classroom, like whatever it is, break those down into actionable chunks and start figuring out like, what is the work that actually needs to get done here? And then figure out the timeline for when you're actually going to do these things and how realistic does that timeline seem? So if you know that you want to do a course launch you haven't created the course and you don't have an actual launch plan in place, it it may not be realistic for you to do that in 30 days, but it's up to you. You really just need to start breaking down the steps, assigning timelines and deadlines to them and getting them on the calendar and really looking to see like, how does this feel? Does this feel doable? Is this too much? Do I need to offload things? Do I need to adjust beginning and end dates? That's for you to decide but make sure that you're putting those things on the calendar so you can actually see how it looks on your schedule. Because sometimes our minds will play tricks on us to make us think like we can do two months worth of work in two weeks and it's just not possible. So look at how things feel on your schedule. And this is a good time to use a project management system like a Asana or a Trello. You can even use something more simplistic like Google Calendar and see how these things feel and how the timeline feels with your available resources and time available. My sixth way that you can finish the year strong is by thinking ahead to the next year. 
sometimes that feels crazy and you're thinking, oh, well, it's only August right now. Why am I thinking about stuff that's going to happen in January, February, March of next year? But the holiday times are just really sneaky and they're draining. There's a lot of travel. There's a lot of social commitments and work commitments that happen during the holiday season. And if you wait until Thanksgiving and Christmas roll through, you're going to be too tired to think about your plans for January and you will not start the year strong because you're going to be behind. So to avoid that, plan some time around late October or early November to start writing out plans for the next year. You don't have to go hard, but you can just make some list of like what goals do you want to focus on for the first quarter, set maybe some income goals, maybe some subscriber goals, you know, how many people do you want on your list, how much you want to grow your social media, like things like that, and start looking at like the big picture for that and even breaking down some of the steps. You don't necessarily need to assign a full timeline at this point. But it's a really good idea to have a working loose idea of when you want to do things for the coming year and even just the first quarter, because waiting until the end of the year to start thinking about January, it's going to be a wrap. Trust me when I tell you, you're going to be tired and you're not going to get done. So if you can, it's preferable that you start doing this type of planning before Thanksgiving. Like I feel like Thanksgiving, it's like Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas are like the trifecta of holidays that just kind of roll through. And if you celebrate other things like Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, and I think like in Canada, it's like Boxing Day, all of these holidays just kind of pile up on each other. So if you can start thinking ahead to the next year before you run into that post-holiday slump, you'll be in a really good place come the beginning of the coming year. So these are my six ways that you can finish your year strong. I would love to know what you guys are actually doing to prepare yourself for the end of the year and get ready for holiday season and holiday shopping. And if you are an infopreneur or a product seller, product-based business, how are you preparing yourself for sales and launches during like this exciting time of the year? So let me know. You can send me an email, monique at keepchasingthestars.com, or you can hit me up on Instagram or even Twitter at StarChasersOnly. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Learn more about this show and get access to show notes by visiting keepchasingthestars.com. While you're there, make sure you subscribe for updates. I'll be back next week. And in the meantime, go out there and pimp your brilliance.